Oh. It's, it's, yeah, it's working. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. See, something I never get, right? We've done like 60 odd episodes and every time we start, I stare at, at the door recording to see the, the visually it's recording. And if you talk into your mic right now, say whatever you want. Yeah. There you go. I can see that you've spoken. If I look at mine, I can't see shit. Mine's just a line. doesn't move. And yet, if you look at my setup, my mic's up louder than yours. Yeah. My settings are all up to boost me. And yet, my, my voice is just so weak, whereas yours just mm, carries. It goes straight in. It's so funny, that, because uh, I imagine anyone who comes across me, whether they're my friend, family, or just meeting me for the first time, probably judges me by barometer. Uh, yeah. No, that's Low, fair enough. Volume-wise. <laughs> and I will tell you this, you know, I mean, I was speaking to you before all this happened. I realise how much, like, my voice is my job. Well, yeah. It's, I think it's almost anyone's. Uh, yes, but if you work in an office, you, your fingers are your job. If you are practical... With no, 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 no. If you work in an office, your voice is definitely your job because you have to spend most of the day telling other people how much they fucked up and made your life worse and then how you're going to fix it. Yeah, but you can have internal dialogue and think, think those things and not pass that on. I mean, me... Okay, so, you know, as you know, for the past four weeks, I've been doing, like, summer camps with the kids. Well done, kids. You're coming here because your parents... Well, to be fair... Parents obviously send them because they're getting a nice meal out of it, as we know, like, you know, government, like half, for example. But Par- also... Parents them because they don't want their kids. Some of them don't want their kids yeah. either. Yeah. Because we want... They want I mean, to, to be nice fair, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, private school rich summer camps. Because I've got a friend that works at the local private school. Um, they do taste testing as a session. Uh, <laughs> and, and every single summer... I watch on their social media as I'm like, oh, there's some really nice parts of that. And you just see them slowly breaking apart because of how much stress they're put under by all these like millionaire, millionaire rich kids just doing what the fuck they want on a summer camp. So that's how I always imagine summer camps, but I'm assuming yours wasn't, wasn't no, quite mine that. was, I mean, I worked for a PE company um, that, I mean, the timetable. I mean, I've worked for two companies when it's come to summer camps. One um, was a, a crock of shit, which I'm obviously never coming back to, so I am going to say. But they were literally like, hey, we've got a sports gym. We've got a room. Um, fancy dropping oh, your kids off no. from nine till two? Oh, no. Yeah, it was poorly organized. It was terrible. Yeah. Like, but this one is, takes real pride in... Uh, like the, the they have like themes and stuff they have like the, every single session in a day it's like from eight we come in at eight we have a staff briefing and then it, kids come in at nine so from nine till four it's just constant activities each half an hour so they do archery they do uh tennis um there's stuff i i hadn't even come across before like kinball have you heard of kinball no no idea believe it or not there's a kinball world cup and it's just a massive ball that's probably like, oh God, I don't know, um, like a, a, a metre and a half by like, you know, circumference. Huge right. ball that's, that's pumped of air. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. It's a big old ball. And basically what you've got to do is you've got to get like, it's the idea you've got to whack it and then 
if there's another team, they've got to protect it and hold it like it's the you know the the bottom of a flower so that it doesn't drop to the floor. If it drops to the floor, the other team gets a point. All right, okay. So there's all this weird shit going on. Yeah. There's constant, constant activities and there's constant coaching points and there's constant this. And then, to be fair, they do it very, very well. But I'm in my summer and so are the kids. So the kids are just like, they're just off the wall yeah i can imagine so you could imagine that like bear in mind i'm working with six to eight year olds i have to use my voice right <laughs> yep, where I'm yep. going like, okay and if you're listening hands on head hands on shoulders hands on knees toes you're constantly nine till four and then obviously i think around about folk weeky time which is like second week of august yeah, yeah. i had a couple of gigs and as you've seen me before, yes, I will scream, I will rap, I will sing, I will blow myself out. But luckily you thought it'd be better to keep yourself nice and reserved, not ruin your voice, so that you could make sure you were there for the kids. You come here, you little... <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and then in the evening, just like... <laughs> like so, so, you know, seeing that, the voice green oh, thing yeah, yeah, is yeah. telling me what it like I realise how much like my voice needs to be protected more than most for the sake of my own financial well being. <laughs> Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that's the first time I realised that in the past four weeks. Yeah. And I was like, oh Jesus. So like I found remedy there was one point where genuinely I had my head over the salt water bowl. <laughs> I had the I was trying remedies. Never drank green tea before. Oh, uh, see, green tea I can get on board with. It's quite nice. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But it's not something I go like, ooh. So, like Manuka honey and and green tea. Yeah. Like I actually bought like whole lemons and runny honey and put it in hot water. Delicious drink, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we're doing this now and I'd finish my last day and you might even hear like a mild raspiness. Yes. Y- yeah, you can. So, like, but it's fine. Have you got a gig tonight? No. Well, there you go. I'm free. In fact, I'm going to Wembley Stadium tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, I'm playing a gig tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I've just been washed with guilt. I'm playing a gig because of you. Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, a wave of guilt. No, don't worry. No, yeah, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, right. The, no. the, way, the way I'm looking. Because you know it's affected you. <laughs> See, when I tell people about this gig that I'm going, like the, the Wembley yeah, Stadium yeah, yeah. thing, right, people have been like, I've, I've been laughing because they've been laughing because every time I talk about it, it's like, oh, you're going to talk about the wrestling again. Yeah, of course you fucking are. We yeah, all know exactly. you are. And, yeah. I, and I'm tr- I try so hard to not be me because <laughs> it really is like, hey, have you met him before? You can't stop talking about wrestling. Yes. Now, I'm very self-conscious, but when, when I just did that then, I was just like, I'm not going to go into it. And then suddenly you were like, yeah I know <laughs> you cancelled our gig and made me do a gig with a different band yeah but then I was thinking about you you know you're getting paid no I, I you're mean that's showcasing your band you know for for you know punters so it's good it's it's a new venue for that band I have I have no idea how it's going to go down I'm sure it'll be fine I hope it will see it's a weird one because folk week felt like it was yesterday for me yeah, no, me too. Yeah. So I'm hoping you, you know, people come in and. Yeah, well, do I, I mean, it's it's bank holiday weekend, so they've got a gig tonight, a gig tomorrow, and a gig on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I did a rehearsal with that band earlier on this week, and because they do, um, like, 
parody pop punk covers yeah. of songs, I've always gone into it going, you know what, I need to treat this like it's pop punk and, and play it like it's pop punk. And I went in with a different attitude um, on Monday when I had the rehearsal. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went in and went, I'm going to treat this as though it's more like um, doing a stage show, like doing um, a musical or something like that. And play play up to a lot of the the small gimmicks in in the drumming, especially, um, and it felt so much more comfortable. Yeah. And I felt it sounded better because you 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 gave yourself to what it was. Yeah, you gave yourself. Like over, I right? I didn't believe it when I was trying to play pop punk. I didn't believe that we were punky in any way. And yeah. I pointed out quite a few times. I was like, <laughs> one of my lines I've said a few times is, "For a pop punk band, we spend most of our time tuning." It's like. You don't need to. No. Like, I know this This could be seen as a, not controversial opinion, but just a wrong opinion. Um, punk should not be perfectly tuned instruments Absolutely. played poorly. No, it should no. be the other way around. You're 100% right. It should be, uh, you're playing fantastically, but the instruments themselves, they can be a sack of shit. 100%. But you, you play well. So 100%. stop trying to make your, your tone right. Stop trying to make everything perfect. Yeah. And... and Learn to play the songs. Dude, my favourite band is the complete model of that. Like, you know, The Fall. When the Buzzcocks picked them up during the sort of punk era, mm. they were the only band that were actually sort of uh, punk. Pu- like, I don't know what the word is, but so punk that even punks couldn't like it. Yeah. Because they didn't have distortion on their guitars. And I think, like, I think their first record, the guitars were out of tune. They're actually out of tune. But, but that kind, that's yeah, kind yeah. of part and they of it, wore, isn't And it? they wore cardigans. Yeah. And, but they were playing punk music. I mean, punk is anti-establishment. And because the, the problem with, say, like, I've never got on board with the idea that pop punk is anti-establishment. There's, there's nothing no, I've seen of pop's it. pop's in it. Yeah, there's nothing that I've seen of it. Like, Blink can sit there as much as they like and say that their, their music videos are taking the piss and yeah. their songs are taking the piss. I'm like, yeah, but you're still, you're too invested in it. Yeah. Being a ha-ha, this you're just, is a joke. You're just putting your fingers in turds. That's what it is. It's <laughs> yeah. that behaviour. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just play with your own arse. Uh, so whenever <laughs> whenever I play anything, any gig, and it's remotely seen as punk, I'm really fucking judgmental at the start with the band that I'm working with. Right. If they're like, we're punk, and then they instantly go, and our first song is a Blink song. I'm like, no, we're not punk, though, are we? There's yeah, no, yeah, There's yeah. not like... There's nothing punky about it. And if you model yourselves on a band like Blink, it's like, no, stop saying you're punk. I think that's a good thing you've done, though. Yeah. Well, for you to go, I'm going to put some gimmicky stuff, I'm going to surrender myself to what I'm playing and try and, like, be part of the punk. I think you'd be quite... uh, I can see that already when you say that. I go... the It's all gone up a level. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Well, no, because, I mean, I, I really enjoy playing like uh musical theater gigs i yeah. love being in pit bands because they yeah. are some of the most fun that, like you can have because they you, you're playing a two and a half three hour show yeah and it's and, epic and it's, it's so much fun like um because the the everyone on stage does rely on you but they never feel like they rely on you and it's a, it's it's so much fun on that front because mm. you in the band you you get to do what you want you work together to make it obviously better and you have your own little jokes and fun and all that kind of crap um but you get to be very gimmicky. Whereas even in fucking some of the cover bands, you can have certain gimmicks. 
but there's always going to be one turd in in there that's sat there going no we take this seriously we're we're, we're professional yeah. musicians you're like nah you're not though people f- see it and feel it as well though you know yeah you know what i mean like people gravitate towards whoever's doing their their thing like i mean you spoke about the idea of like what i said about wireless one time yeah right well yeah you you uh, when when you weren't wireless you sort of said what being wireless and going out into the audience is quite gimmicky oh yeah yeah it's it's a gimmick in itself um and then over the past like year i've watched as you've got wireless <laughs> and you start going out into the audience it happens. Into the gimmick. yeah yeah of course but you notice the audience re- respond to it well yeah and it's like uh, and again like i said it's that you know i've had a certain influence as you know uh uh which has changed my opinion about what performance is and you know you can i think it's the idea that you can you know the confidence arrogance line that's yeah. what i yeah, sometimes yeah. like i'm so trying consciously you know to be aware of it you know i don't want to be like anything i feel if i come across as like uh, well see now i'm gonna end up putting myself in a black hole if i do this <laughs> you know when people say that we go like if i do anything that's arrogant i try and reel back which is actually quite an arrogant thing to say ironically in some ways everyone everyone has arrogance like everyone is arrogant a to, level to of, yeah. a certain point and some people are more arrogant than others yeah yeah um i like i feel that i do this certain thing and i think everyone does to a certain extent i choose who i'm being arrogant towards Right. So I will show off a lot more arrogance in yeah. certain situations than mm. than others, and I'll especially become arrogant if someone, bought, like if someone accuses me of being arrogant, I'll be like, "No, this is me being arrogant. Watch." Yeah. Or if I'm just working with someone who themselves is is being very arrogant, I'll be like, "Let's let's match that energy. Let's right. go for it. It's a lot of fun." Yeah. Um. But I'm sure there are people out there that are like, yeah, Graham's an arrogant asshole. And I'll be like, yeah, I probably, I probably did that to you. I'm sorry. And who cares? Yeah. Who cares as well? That's who, it. Like, I, I can't name anyone that would call me an arrogant asshole. So in my head, they don't matter that much to me. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you ever get that thing? I've started noticing it recently with me where, you know, like if you play a gig and someone walks in who is like i know you know yep. is like a um a certain they might be you know the guy who yeah, yeah. goes and does this right yeah so for instance for me like i saw nigel feast at one of our gigs okay uh was he blues bash or yep. whatever and i see him and i go like yeah and i he's great like he's great i love the way he just sort of if you don't know, like he's a harmonica player, founder of the Broadstairs Blues Bash. Yeah. Very, very good harmonica player. But I love it when he comes in randomly to a gig and then, then it's like the kind of thing where he's like, oh, what, a blues band's on it. And the harmonica comes on and he just joins yeah, yeah, the band yeah. or whatever. So, uh, for instance, I see him and when I'm there, uh, it's, it's a weird, and I don't mean this in a kind of like, you know, competition thing. But I, I feel myself trying to go as much of an extra 10%. Not as much, not that I treat anyone differently. I know, no, I, I know that. I know that feeling. I, like a boxing fight, a little yeah, bit. I've, There's that kind of thing where I go like, I'm going to show what I'm see, I've, about. I've, and that's, such a, and that, that's not to discredit who's watching the band, because that's not what it is. But it's that kind of thing where you go like, oh, they're here, they're here. And I, I don't know. Maybe that's a that's a fucking arrogant thing to do. Well, no, I don't like. I've only. I mean rec- that from an innocent. I've, yeah, no, place I've, of I've I've only recently 
pushed past that when someone that yeah. you are aware of no it's not that you it's, it's someone that you respect i think is the yeah. easiest one yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um I, and i want to do it where it's like um i want to do a hundred percent the best i can for the sake of showing yeah, you know, so, help. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I was, I, I've been like that for a long time. I'm just trying to get rid of that because, yeah. say the, the, folk gig that I played with Breakfast Bread. Yeah. Um, we had quite a few people that are part of either the Margate Music Collective or yeah, just Thanet Music. Um. They walked through the door and either stayed or carried on going and all that lot. And it just got to a point where I was like, hang on, I'm aware. I'm literally the only one in the band that is part of this music scene. Everyone else has traveled from around the UK. They gig here. They've got a very different view. And I'm like, oh, shit, all these people are going to be judging us. And then then I just went, oh, fuck, I don't care. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just here to have fun. And like, say, your dad was there at one point. Well, actually, no, your dad was there for most of the night. Yes, he told um, me. <laughs> and I had a chat with him. <laughs> I had a chat with him at the end, and I was like, ah, oh, I did not. I was really fucking tired, and I did not make myself clear to him. So he went, oh, you were sounding. You guys were sounding really good tonight. I said, thanks. I wouldn't know. And he went, what do you mean? And I went, can't hear shit behind a drum kit. And he gave me a look as though, like, well, why don't you have like monitors then? Why don't you? Listen, and no. I was, and I was just like, oh, I really, Dude. no, no, yeah, 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 no, but no, it's, no, no. it was one of those, ones, but like I said, it's, it's sort of going uh, after that gig, I had to think about the many different faces I saw walk in and watch us yeah, yeah, yeah. and any other band, I wouldn't give two shits because yeah, yeah. any other band I play with, I'm not in their band. Yeah. yeah I'm just, I'm there to drum. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with, with breakfast bread, that's a group of us decided let's do let's do one fucking gig a year yeah. have fun with it yeah, all that yeah. long. i was like oh actually i'm very much laid bare on this one yeah so yeah. there was that panic um but that that i shouldn't i don't need to yeah yeah I, i'll i'll take that so i found out what i wanted to say <laughs> you, know <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. you know you know um so when nigel feast walked in when i say like oh i better do it extra 10 percent, it's not coming from an idea of like trying to earn his respect. No. I have this thing in my head where I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I don't have that. No, no, no. That's the thing. Not like, and I, and I don't mean fuck you to him. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I'm bringing you down. It's almost like he's from a blues world. Yeah. yeah. Cause he is the ultimate guy for that stuff. So I kind of go, I, you know, the feathers go up a bit. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I kind of go, I'm going to show you like I have that thing where I'm like again wrestling is in my brain constantly oh my god it's ridiculous but I have that thing where I go like no like I'm going to fucking show you what this band can do do you see what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. That, and I kind of go I, I go to somewhere where I go you know I, this this has to be like a sucker punch in the face to whoever comes in so it's like, if I see someone there like, you know, who's part of this or part of that. And, and it's all respect. I'm the, honestly, I'm not going like, hey, do you want to fight afterwards? No, no, no. But that's, the, that's that place I go to in my head sometimes when I'm playing where I go, this is suddenly going to be, it's got to be the best thing yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. I've got to showcase this is the best thing I, I could possibly do and this band could possibly do whoever no, I play with. Like, um, 
so one thing did happen at the breakfast bread gig and it really fucked me off because yeah. I see it happen at gigs all the time and I see it happen predominantly at female-led gigs. Yeah. Um, so I was I was running sound <laughs> from the drum kit. Um, That's a tough gig. <laughs> That's a real tough gig. Yeah, but I had four people in the audience that kept going to the four different corners of the Bradstow That's and nice coming back and telling me what what was sounding right, what needed to go up, what needed mm. to go down. And that was happening throughout the night. So I felt quite comfortable on that front. Um, now, I knew the, vo- the, the vocals yeah. weren't as strong as we'd want them to be. That's the easiest way of putting it. But what you don't do as an audience member is, as we're finishing a song, walk up onto the staging area and say to the singer, your microphone's too quiet, I can't hear you. You don't do that. That's just a... It's a dickhead move. It came... It, I, That's just I, being a dick. No, I believe it came from a place of, oh, I'm trying to just let you know you need to be louder. But... Call someone over. Yeah, for, for me to then prove my point. Because the singer does one gig a year. That's her, that's her thing. She's not a seasoned, like, performer. We do it for fun, all that kind of crap. She turned around to me, and I went, don't worry, I got it. And I went to her... I, I went to her on the, um, on the mixer, and I pushed it up, and then I put it straight back to where it was. Yeah, yeah. Purely to see if he then said, oh, no, it needs to go up more. If you're going, yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, thumbs up straight away. Yeah, of course. Like, as soon as we start singing the next song, thumbs up, yep, you sound really good. Yeah. So one of two things happened there. Either he went, oh, I still can't hear it, but I'm not going to push the point. Mm. Or he was just chatting shit. Both of those, you didn't need to interrupt a gig. And you will come across people like that all, all the time. time. And, but like I said, it seems to happen when I, whenever I've seen it, it happens at female-led gigs, far more than male-led gigs, and it just pisses me off a bit. It happens with us Yeah, all the time. No, I can imagine. It's one of those because... Uh, I'm almost surprised when you said my dad like looked at you like in a strange way where you were like talking about the sound because we've got I'll, one of the I'll, loudest I'll put, drummers. <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll put it out there. It's more I was very tired and wasn't quite sure of my conversation at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, more yeah. why did it, like he just complimented the band yeah, yeah, and yeah. I decided to go yeah well I couldn't hear anything. It's like yeah, <laughs> shut yeah. up. Well, like I it's funny because I did a gig over the folk week Charles Dickens debut yeah, yeah. gig. We got a mosh pit going. That was the craziest <laughs> thing. It was actually funny. And I love, you know, he, he, I am at that stage, obviously, you know, you know what our band does in terms of yeah. the songs we do. I'm at that stage where I'm like, I'm I'm in more in favour of certain venues if we've got a barrier. Yes. Right, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So Charles Dickens, I was like, yeah, I mean, I know we're all in a row, and but I was like, yeah, whatever happens down there, you can fuck about whatever you want. Like, that's fine. But I was like, the way we had to set ourselves up, as you know, like, you got to You were in a the line. We you had the line. drums in the corner. Well, exactly. And then there's a point where you kind of go, right, well, you know, usually we have the kind of the, the triangle yeah, of the, the four the standard. piece. Yeah. 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 And you kind of go, well, where do we put ourselves, etc. But obviously, drummer goes in the corner with a chandelier. <laughs> Beautiful chandelier, by the way. Yep. Or, like, you know, a little bit of a lighting piece. Like, he's obviously going to go there. And then we were like, oh, okay. And we do this sometimes in some venues where it's like literally just like a fucking, just a straight line. 
which yeah. it, it becomes difficult you, in some ways. Do you do that at um, Rock Lodge as well? Oh yeah. See, we never did that. We had we still had me in the middle. We did it as the. How do you do that? Fucking squash the drummer, but it it just it it worked. So we had me me on the back on the back line, and then you'd have the singer right in front of me, and then bass and guitar either side. And you're in the middle of that. In the middle, yeah. How did you do that? Bear in mind, right? I did you did you economize the kit? No, there's a, there's a picture of me somewhere playing standard. I start, my my standard. Who was a lucky so and so that was like furthest away from the road? Because it because oh, it's a was, cheese wedge. That, that, that was comes that, out, that right? was Jack. That was, that was Jack, Jack was the furthest away. Tony was always like in the window. <laughs> <laughs> He has like sofas turned upside down to sit yes, on in case. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we we always did it because I remember I saw a picture of you guys at Rock Lodge. I was like, why did we never think to do it like that? Because because our drummer, but uh, Tony, Tony's got a far bigger drum kit. Oh yeah, his his like even at Bradstow, I'm like Jesus, he takes up a lot of space there, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, but he loves it. And yeah. it's, it's one of those where it's like you know we don't we we, we don't. If we can not economise, we won't. No, that's... F- I mean, Tony also has the cleanest drum kit I have ever Dude, seen. he is. He's so funny. Like, he'll have, like... He'll have his piccolo snare. He'll have it like, to the left of the hi-hat. He'll have his whole thing. The funny thing, though, is that um, in that stage, we we often talk to him. We often associate with bands that we've seen. So, for instance, Incubus. Yeah. Uh, their drummers always side on. Fair always enough. side on Jose Pesillas too like he's always side on but obviously they got more stage space to play with but we always associate with bands that we see so it's yeah. like oh you know like hey wouldn't it be cool to have the drums at the side so Tony's facing all of us like yeah. I mean we're trying to economise but but yeah like no well anyway at that Charles Dickens gig we were like oh should it be like you know my dad and me and then Jack I was like no put Jack in the middle that's how I would have done it. Yeah, because Tony, like, uniquely follows guitar lines. Yes. Um, Whereas just, you think just, the bass just, is the... You, your, your assumption is it should be drum and bass together uh, in terms yeah, of yeah, cl- yeah. being closer together on stage because they work together more. Um, but having watched you guys, it like, since you're uh, your better setup, um, I would say that, like, your dad and Tony are a pair and you and Jack are a pair. Yes. If you had, if you genuinely had to split the band, yeah, that's yeah. how I would split it to, to its strength. In yes, terms I get of what you're saying. And, yeah, yeah. and playing together. Because that's yeah. how it comes across watching. Well, it's funny, in a lot of songs we do, are literally they, there's, you know, when it fades out, the guitar leads it in. Yeah. Lot, you yeah, know, yeah. That kind of stuff. So I had the privilege of like being next to Tony like and Charles Dickens. And it's always a surprise. It cracks me up every single fucking time. Because you know when you do like a sound check? Yeah. Do you like push the kit to its limit to at least understand so, what the maximized sound is? Yes, I will play. But it's it's hard to explain because it, it's different between each band that I work with. Right. So I have a general thing where I play on my own. Yeah. And that I really push. Mm-hmm. Um because then you're going to get things like your your bass crackling and and your sort of snare getting the right snap on that. You can hear that without it blending itself into the rest of the sound. So you get that individually. Then you do a sound check with with whatever song the band has chosen. Yeah. And on that front, 
I've noticed about 90% of the time, the band do not push themselves out. So it turns out the drums are way too loud if I do push myself out. So they go, we'll turn the drums down. I'm like, well, that's great. But then throughout the gig, the drums everyone, should never be everyone, <laughs> everyone else is going up. Um, so like the amount of times I've been in gigs and I watch as the guitarist like midway through the first set goes, I'm a bit quiet, turns themselves up. And I'm like, stop it fucking because amen. we've done a fucking sound check. And no, um, where, but if I work with... A, with I work with my dad. <laughs> no, that's fair. But uh, no, but I mean, I... I understand. I, if I work with <laughs> bands that I've worked with over a period of time, generally what I'll do is we do a song like Seven Nation Army and we play it in about... 10, 15 different styles yeah, because yeah, yeah. there you get the full mix of and range of how I'm going to play the kit, how you're going to play your instrument and you can sit there and go, let's get the perfect blend for all of it. Um, but that, again, only works with musicians that you've actually worked with for a while because if, if I turn around to a brand new band and go, hey guys, why don't we do Seven Nation Army, right? And we play it in lots of different styles. <laughs> Just follow me. They'll go fuck off. But also, like, there's that, I almost think there's a, there's a, a mood setter between sound check and the actual gig. That is the uh-huh. biggest thing. So like when we do a sound check, we do our usual one, which we start with. And it's like, because we're thinking of sound levels, we actually don't go for it. So that when the gig happens, your <laughs> mate, I swear to God, right? Like Tony's kit is fucking crisp. Like it is proper. It's, like it's a boomer though. It's a, it's bo- a big boomy because kit. he's also extremely good at hitting his snare. Yes, he's got a rim shot where yes. like yeah, yeah. it it will get into your fucking eardrums. It is beautiful. Yep. But the funny thing about it is that when we do the sound check, he's like, I watch him and he's just like, just getting sound levels. And the gig starts, and suddenly and it's like, like boom. it's like animal from the mud. It's like boom, yep. but like and all that, and, and I'm right there. And there was times where he was like, he was doing rolls on his snare that my left ear <laughs> was caning. It was so hard. It was, so, and and I always thought like, oh yeah, and I'm the first one to admit, I'm the first one to look at my dad because like, because there's a bit of family thing in there yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. I'm like, dad, 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 <laughs> dad, you're way too loud, mate. You know, and he is, he'll admit that he turns it up and does his thing. I'm like, oh, is it the bass? Is it the guitar? And I keep forgetting that, like, because I ignore the drums because the only thing that's mic'd up, which I think, I think we should do the mic of the snare. But then we might not need to because we only mic the I bass. Would, I would actually say the bass, bass is always needed, yeah. but I have so many issues with so many bands where they're like, yeah, bass, get it up, get it really high. Mm. And I'm like, cool, that's all I can hear literally mm. like if, if if i'm sat there watching a band yeah, and yeah. i can hear the every single hit that bass drum does in perfect clear clarity you're doing it wrong because yeah, the bass yeah. drum needs to be able to blend to, exactly. to essentially the bass line on the guitar but it's like it's got to be like 0.5 if you imagine 10 is the highest yeah just so that it has a it, it needs to it, be there it has to have the balance it, but that's it it doesn't yeah, need yeah. to be at the front no and exactly. Like, because I came up to you in one of your gigs and yeah. I went, please turn his, his bass mic down. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. You, all you can hear is bass. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but, th- but that happens. Like, every band fucking has it. Yeah. I've said to Tony, not your drummer, Tony, Tony, guitarist, I've said to him a million times, I think my bass drum's too loud. Yeah, yeah. But at the same point, I'm sat behind the kit. Yeah, yeah. So I can't ever sit there and say, yes, I know what the sound balance is like. But my 
thinking is if my bass drum I can hear how loud the bass drum is it's probably too loud yeah yeah, yeah. which is funny like I just love the fact that like is it <laughs> every time I think whenever we play I'm like why do we even do a soundtrack like because the energy is because again we're a band that's very dependent on energy I yeah, yeah yeah we are very much like we've got to be part of the moment but we can't you can't plan a moment no so it's only he loves getting excited I love getting excited the <laughs> band does. likes getting excited yeah and it's that kind of thing where you kind of go you can't just go oh should we do a dress rehearsal of excitement it doesn't work because excitement's natural you yeah. either feel it or you don't yeah 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 and that's that's literally what it what it is. Well, but honestly, his his snap is is beautiful. But there's one point where I was like, oh my god, someone's shooting me with a machine gun like into well, my like with, I felt like fifty cent with with the excitement <laughs> with the excitement Gag. kind of thing. Like so, um, for the breakfast bread gig, we had Jack come in and Depp on bass because Ginger mm. bass player couldn't make it. Um, and after the gig, Jack turned around and went you know what? It's been ages since we've been playing. You've turned around to me and I've known what you're about to shout at me. And what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were, no, but we, we were playing. Turn the page again. <laughs> no, we were, we were playing. I can't remember what the fuck song we were playing, but we were playing a track and we got to the end of it and it was just a case of we were all then just fucking about. It was, it was like the second to last song of the night. Um, and, I started doing a 16th snare roll, really quite getting louder. Getting... Mm. And Jack turned around to me and all he heard was me go, double time, like that. And yeah, we just broke out, both of us broke out into this double time beat in there, but it worked because everyone else just carried it going as it was. Mm. And and he was like, it was great because we all grabbed onto that energy <laughs> before before it happened. We knew what was going to happen before. Right. And it's it's those moments you cannot prep for them. If no. you, if I did that in a rehearsal, we all it would have fallen so flat. I I do. My dad in uh, when we do Foo Fighters, um, learn to fly. Yeah. You know when the chorus repeats itself at the end. Yeah. I literally I literally just like. Because <laughs> I know, like, I, I feel bad because it's almost like, you know, he, he knows, but then there's times where he hasn't known. Yeah. So I just, like, I just do it like a kind of. So I used to. <laughs> with one of the singers that I used to work with, who I did not get along with very well, because yeah. he treated the band as a backing track. Like, if you treat the band as your backing track, you can get fucked. The, oh, yeah, your, your, sure. a band is as a whole it's a group um and it there was a song like fucking show me the way to amarillo or something shit like that and you know it just at the end you can keep it going for as long as you like yeah <laughs> and he shouted down the mic one more time and i went one two three four and stopped and the whole band stopped with me and he just sang it on his own <laughs> Good at all. Yeah. Good at all. Oh, it's just like, yeah, well, no, fuck you. Because if he was as, uh, presuming he, if he, he was a smart he. person, he would have continued it and tried to get the audience to sing along oh, with he, him. Oh, he did. And they kind, oh, okay. of, they, right. kind, they kind of went for it. But it was the, the daggers I got for that one. Good. But this, They're great, aren't they? This, this was a guy that we played one gig where it was dead. It was a horrendously dead <laughs> gig. And we, we used to play longer sets than was ever needed but it worked because generally we had a decent crowd when you don't have a decent crowd you don't need to you can just play your 
your standard and you're fine. And we got to the end. No one was asking for an encore mm. because the one person in the audience was already drunk and falling asleep in the corner. And uh, and the singer was like, what's that? You want more? And it's just me in the background going, no. <laughs> oh, dude, read the room. And we played three, we played three more songs because he just loved the sound of his own voice. That's bad. Bro. Yeah. And it was... Uh, <laughs> At least we know when to shut the fuck up. We've had gigs where, like, you know, we go, like, we're finishing on this. That's, we know. Yeah. We're done. Well, no, we, again, with the, with the breakfast bread gig, we, um, like, we started at nine, didn't finish the first set till quarter past ten. Mm. And we'd cut, we cut wheels by Foo Fighters out. We went to play it, and I went, this is like a five-minute song. We're just going to keep pushing. And I think it, it killed the energy of the of the, the yeah. set as well so I was like let's just not do that one you gotta read it it's funny when we did the Charles Dickens gig we brought back songs that we hadn't played before because we thought we needed to cater for the yeah, venue yeah. yeah genuinely did like there was I brought what was it we brought back Ready to Go yeah um, we brought back like Kasabian number like Little Bits of Pieces we, tr- we actually got rid of uh, Rage Against the Machines um, Bullet in the Head oh. we abandoned it on the night we went Nah, fuck this. I don't care if you're eating a roast. You're going to fucking know what we're all about. <laughs> Genuinely. And, and and it's the first time. And it, I understand it doesn't work for every band. And I understand the decisions that are made when, like, on the spot going, we need to do this, we need to do this, this is for the audience. I get it. Yeah. But, like, there was something just where I was just going, nah, fuck this. Because if it's a debut gig, I'd rather know if we belong here or not. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm no, saying? That, like, yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. It's like, so if we... if. If we don't do what we do, then they're going to be extremely surprised when we come back the second and time. And you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we play fucking, you know, Pray for Plagues, Brimming the Horizon, <laughs> first album. <laughs> you know, we start doing that. And then they're like, what was all that about? I was like, what you bought? Was like, yeah. Well. No, that, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I feel it's interesting. Like, how, how many drummers have you worked with in terms of band, band-wise? Are you talking about like pub circuit? Ones? Yeah, just or just, just in pu- general, just just pub. Well, yeah, pub circuit because we'll we'll go more gigs just instead of oh, any. Well, I've been very like lucky. I well, they include depths as well. Yes, yeah. I'm just talking in in general. How many drummers would you say you've worked with on uh, the honest, performance? Single line? figures. Uh, okay. I'd probably say about five or six. I'd so, think. so I, I don't hate when drummers come to my gigs. Mm. But I'm never a fan of it. Um, mm. Not because they are sat there judging me or anything like that, but I have turned up to enough depth performances and the band see me get my kit on, they're like, is, is that it? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you've only got, you're only using three cymbals. See, like, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting and, one. And, like, where's your spare snare? Mate, I haven't even brought spare sticks with me. Like, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm that confident in my own ability. An audience member has to chuck my stick back at me <laughs> if this song's going to continue. Oh, I'll just play one-handed until I get the stick back. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mate, right, if I turn up to gig and I am, like, fully kitted out, that probably tells you that that the stuff we're playing actually requires me to use that stuff. Yeah. Outside of that, no. So if I turn up with one pair of sticks, it's because I can play a rock groove one-handed. Well done me. 
but yeah. that's that's all that's required of me. And yeah. I, I, I never like, I don't like the idea of, especially doing dep gigs, mm. of turning up and being fully kitted out, and then getting paid nothing for it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. if if I charge debt rates, yes, I'll do everything you you possibly would want me to do. Were you there to do a job at the end of the day? Yeah, if you're a debt. You're there to do a job. Yeah, but there's different there's different rates within debt. So you've got equal shares. Equal if it's an equal shares debt job. Serious? Yeah. If it no well, yeah if it's an equal shares debt job, then I would go in and I will play how. I, how I fit into the band on that front. You cannot expect me for an equal shares pay of one gig to sit there and learn your entire set the way your drummer plays it. No. Does that why, make sense? But why, why does the price even fluctuate? That, that's alien to me. Because if you, if you as a band, when we need you to come in and do this gig, but we need you to play it exactly like our drummer does, that is a shitload more work for me. I, I get that. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. But like you've got to be considerate of the occasion and where the drummer is. Well, yeah, no, but that's... You don't pay less, do you? What do you mean? Well, like, you, you, it's almost like you're suggesting that is it either equal pay or more? It's equal pay or more. No, it's not less. Oh, okay. You, you're, right. you're never... You're, like, no I was about no, to say, who's, no who's, debt, who's going, no debt do you want to do it for 30 quid? Yeah, no debt would Fuck accept that. that. Equal shares is the, the bottom line. Okay. Right, and that okay. is where, you, say, if you as Rocket Skates went, Graham, can you come and debt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's equal shares. I would go. Yep, just send me a set list. I'll learn the songs and I'll say what changes are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's and yeah. it's a structural change, and that's it. I thought some silly cunt was no. charging that for you. Do you want to do it for fifteen quid? But if you do what you want, if you <laughs> ran me up and said we need you to dep for Tony and we need you to play it like Tony does, mm. I would go. Yeah, that's going to be one hundred and fifty because <laughs> I have to work my ass off there. Yeah, and spend a lot more time and effort on it. Mm-hmm. than just doing an equal shares gig. Yeah, yeah. So there, there are different... And again, if, I, if I'm playing an equal shares gig, I'm going to turn up with a standard I kit that I'm comfortable playing. I didn't even know that was an element of... Yeah. Because for me, it's like, if you get a de- depth gig for, like... We don't do depths anymore. Like no, if someone can't make it, I, we can't I, do it. I think that's the actually a safer way of doing it. We, we can't we can't do it without Tony, and we can't no, do it without Jack. Without, we can't, can't do it without, without Dad. We no. can't do it with any of us. So we go. We'd rather fucking cancel it. Um, however, when we have done it in the early days, it's funny because we've always done it equal. I never even thought about the idea of going. It's, it never entered our heads to go. So you, that's, you're that's, saving our gig, so therefore it's equal pay. Just listen to the songs, do what you that's do. That's it. Yeah, that's I've never that's heard no, the other but that's, way around, like, where it's, so I hadn't heard of it until it was asked of me, and I was really fucking naive and stupid with this. Where a band turned around and said, "We're going to send you how our drummer does them all. You need to learn it that way," and I was like, "Oh, okay." And, a bunch of idiots and so, I was and yeah, yeah but like I said this was, this was early days for me naive going yeah it's a foot in the door why not do it and um, and then I was speaking to another drummer that I'd worked with a few years back and I said mm. they've sent me all this stuff there's a load of fucking work here and he was like how much are you charging them and I went oh it's equal shares there's five of us and it's a 250 gig he went you're getting paid 50 quid to do all that fuck off no he was like, debt rates, mate. You need to get on board with them. Um, so, I didn't know that was a yeah, thing. It's, it is a thing. And yeah, I charge, I charge 150 for some of the gigs that I play. 
if 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 any band is being demanding on my time outside yeah, of outside of the standard yeah yeah i'm gonna it will be it's an escalating scale i don't just directly go for 150 it depends on what but what it is but i mean for me 150 is the highest i'll go there yeah. are there are definitely other depths that go higher the the band that i'm talking about that expected me to do that they then went oh we've got the promise of more gigs for you that's right. how they tried to spin it i went okay yeah and i played like three or four gigs with them hated everyone because it i was micromanaged from from the very start to the end of each gig how could you yeah. mi- micromanage to hell and i was like i don't like this um and then i got a call on uh in, on a friday morning from them saying our drummer can't make it tonight playing at the pub right around the corner from you like on yeah. you know you know which pub i'm talking about right the musicians pub. the musicians pub and i know never open i know that yeah no i know they don't pay well they don't they really don't is that the reason why they ticket so yes yeah it's funny that isn't it? um and some london mentality right there. it's very london mentality and um i i was free i was definitely well actually no i was going on holiday the next morning but i was i was available i could have done that gig and i said no i'm busy i'm i'm going away i'm not i can't do that and i said okay would you reconsider because we can't find anyone to do this and i was like yeah get back try and find someone else get back in touch with me and they they got back in touch they could find a drummer but he was going to charge 250 which is more than the pub were going to pay the band <laughs> facts <laughs> and as soon as i heard that that whole go on graham do the right thing be nice flew straight out of my head and i said no i'm still not doing it i'm going away sorry so they lost money on that gig mm. but that just shows that the, the drummer they found instantly went yeah debt rates you pay me debt rates right 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 um and debt rates can really like down here i would say 150 is the most you should be charging i can't believe i've been doing a band for nearly 10 years and you well yeah but you don't get debts in do you no it's true but like even when we did i didn't even think that that was a yeah but, so we're talking about borderline a session musician coming in yeah i know i get it but still like i didn't even, i don't know why that whole area of like didn't even become apparent to me but i mean any debts you get in you guys know don't you well, yes. I mean, and also, I will say this: we've been extremely fortunate to have the drummers that we've had to yeah, yeah. back us up. So, for instance, we had, um, you know, Jay McCluskey. Yeah, like he, I would, I would be willing to bet a lot of money. His debt rates are way higher than mine, no, and they should be. We we just split. Well, no, no, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah. If, yeah. He, if he was having, oh, hundred percent, he would be. What's really interesting about him, though. Is that when we got him, we actually had him supporting us when Reef played in Deal. We yeah. supported Reef. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, in uh, Hole in the Roof. And I remember at the time, it was like, I remember Tony couldn't make it. He was on holiday, wouldn't find the time, whatever. But we had Jay McCluskey in. Uh, and he was he was brilliant. Like, yeah. you can tell, like, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, yeah. I, I, like, watch some of his videos online. Yes. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But he's doing a rock gig and you know that's not his thing. Yeah. yeah. So when he played with us afterwards, he said, he said, thank you so much. You've, uh, these are the first blisters I've, <laughs> I've had I've in received a while. in yeah. years. Look and I, I was like, look at that blister. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Don't you pop those? What? 
I'm no, no that's, that's like rock hard now. It will Is go. It really? Yeah, it will go. No, I'm, I'm ripping it off. <laughs> that's so bad. But no, he was saying like, oh, we gave him blisters for the first time. I took that as a compliment. Yeah. Like, yeah, go on. Have some of that. Uh, we had Mick Gaffney, one point. Tortillarami. Okay, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. He is... He's a proper, yeah, proper rock drum. We've had him, but again, he was willing to do it for us. And it's funny because we only sent him a set list and those things. That, well, I always think that if you get a dep in, you're doing the band a favor by showing up. Yeah. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and and that's why it never entered my head because every time we've ever asked for a dep, and by the way, I don't, I, the idea of dep gigs, like they just scare the shit out of me now. So I'm like, <laughs> they are no, terrifying. I want Tony there. Yeah, yeah, Tony's my guy. No, no, that's yeah. like it's it's. I don't like. I can think of two bands down here that I would charge step rates for. I think I know who they are. Um, whereas I think I saw them actually recently. But um, that is purely based on either the expectation of the band on me, mm-hmm. or just uh, trying to say this without sounding rude, how much of a cunt they can act about other musicians and their own musicianship. Um, that would just make me go, you know what, if I have to work with you, if you are desperate for drummer and, and yeah. you, I have to work with you, uh, I want to get paid well enough to, to do that. Um, whereas, the, and that's, that's, two, that's two bands out of hundreds. The yeah. rest, the rest of them, if they contact me say, "Can you do a dep gig?" I'd immediately go equal shares with them. Yeah. Until, un, like I said, until they go right, you have to play exactly like this. This is how our drummer does it. I'll be like, "Cool, my rates are going up." It's, yeah. it's, but that, and there's a big difference between that and going right. The song we do the song differently. The song goes like this. Yeah. That's fine. Like I've got no issue with that. It's if you sit there and dictate the fucking bass line to me. Yeah. the bass drum line to me and go you must play it like that if you don't play it like that because you're not even being aware of the circumstance do you know what I mean yeah yeah. Like, you're doing them a favour by yeah. making sure the gig happens that's all I've ever looked at it as yeah so no, but, something but, happens but, there's, but there, there, there's a whole market within depping like yeah. the, your your whole experience with depping and mine up to a certain point was always like you said it's doing favour and it's, it's, it's just helping out making sure the gig happens yeah that got economised massively, and I'm part of that now. And I'm genuinely, as a musician, happier for it. Didn't even know because I don't. I I didn't enjoy being in one band. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's funny because I've been asked a couple of times to dep. Yeah, or like, yeah. are you available to you know do a gig if I send you a list of songs and stuff? And I probably would have had that same experience without knowing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now I'm charging 250 quid, right? If you want me, no one will hire 250 you. No quid. one will hire you. In that case, enjoy, I, I never enjoy your adver- non-gig. I never advertise. Enjoy your non-gig, mate. I never advertise myself with yeah. at, at debt rates. Yeah, I yeah. always advertise at equal shares. If you want me to sit <laughs> with you when you make that phone, phone conversation to the landlord <laughs> so you can't make it, I'll be in the corner wanking. There you go. Stop being a cunt. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But I, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was a, a an arena in itself. Yeah, and um, it, it's it's not awful because I mean I may have painted it to be a bit quite almost like no greed, no 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 no, no. I'm not like but oh here's the dark area of the 
It's no, it's as a as a musician, it's covering your back as well. Mm. Like like said like Well it's it's work, isn't it? Yes. Like but, but my but time, if you're gonna ask this much of me, then it has to come at a price that is worth to get the best out of me. Yeah. That's what it is. You gotta remember you're playing one gig. Yeah. If someone asks you to dep on a semi permanent basis, like we want you to come in and be our drummer for six months. Yeah. I'll absolutely go down the equal shares route of because course. you you'll put the time and effort in spread across six months and makes yeah. sense to do one gig. You have to put the same amount of time and effort into it. Yeah. So yes, charge more. Yeah, of course. Because you've Especially got to make what's it worth being your asked while. of you. Yeah, that's well, what a job is. Whereas, say, if um, I'm trying to think, say, I, I think Aussie and the Uglies are actually a good band for this one. Yeah. In terms of if they asked me to dep, I'd go equal shares. Yeah, of course. Because the a lot of their songs are just crowd pleaser songs. They're very easy for me as a drummer to pick yeah. up. And, and they seem and quite do. flexible in that yes. regard as well. So, yeah. yeah. I can't see them being you must play it like this. Yeah. Um so it like the amount of effort I would have to put into learning those songs is is basically He's listening to the tracks. It's, it's, That's yeah, it's, it. Listen, have a quick play along, make sure you know what's going on. You you're fine. Yeah. If they asked me to play with them and said you must learn the songs exactly this way you must play if these a dream drum tracks. theater tribute act comes <laughs> up to you and goes we've got a gig tomorrow i am going to say cool i'm going to charge you a little bit more thank you oh, absolutely <laughs> that's what it but is but that's how that works right exactly yeah. you 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 measure it against whatever's been required of you. yeah that's how that works anyway should we stop talking about music no oh, i was going yeah, we'll to play a few games actually no yeah. should we play a music game Let's play a music game. Okay, right. So, where the fuck's... In my pocket. My phone's in my pocket. I didn't mean to go, no. There's <laughs> a shock on your face. Like, should we, should we cut like, it short? Like, and I'll go, no. no I'm, and not cut, like, I'm not cutting oh, it hell, short. Like, I'm just moving on. Um, yeah, no, I know. But the idea that I'd be against moving on. So, I saw uh, a TikTok recently and it was called Good Band Name, Bad Band Name. And it's just a guy that sits there, looks at band names and says if it's good or bad. I want to know what your opinion is of some of these band names. I'm so on board. So, you should have heard of most of these. I can't really see you not knowing any of them. I know one of my favourite band names of all time, and I've already thought about it, but yeah, go on. Okay, what is your favourite band name of all time? Right, okay, if you've got kids in the room, I'm about to say it in five, four, three, two, one, anal cunt. That's what I thought you were going to say! 100%. (laughs) It's the greatest band name ever. What's that song about Hitler? Hitler was, Hitler, a was a sensitive sensitive man. <laughs> yeah. Hitler was a sensitive man. And the reason why I love that band is because it, it literally is out there to piss people off. Yeah. And when you know that that's the objective, it's just funny. So I've, I've not gone as far as Anal Cunt. Okay, okay? Cool. But this, right. could, this could be a reoccurring game. I'm just going to ask you in random podcasts. Yeah, brilliant. What are your view on these? So all I want is good band name or bad band name, and maybe well, that's give, it. No, maybe con- you can give you can give some context, oh, I, but I, don't don't think too deeply about this. You know what I'm like, though. I will. Yeah. Go on, yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, let's start off really easy. Metallica. Uh, metal liquor. You invented thrash. Good name. Don't go down the context of what the band did. It's only the name. No, no, but that's what it is, isn't okay. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just... Metallica, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rolls off the tongue nicely. Memorable. Nice. Good logo, yeah. Okay, Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. 
Yeah, good, good band name. I think that their body of work has carried the name more than the name itself. See, this is why I said only the name. Yeah. Don't think about anything else. Okay. Just the name. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's, all right. it's good. See, I asked, I asked this question to Danny, and she like, bear in mind, it's her favourite band. She went shit band name. Too long. I was like, oh, interesting. It's a mouthful. But unique. Uh, so yeah. I say it's all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no. I say it's all no, right. No. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, puddle of mud. <laughs> bit naff. Bit naff. It's a bit naff. Why? Because it because right puddle. Yeah. You set the premise. Yeah. <laughs> of mud. Yep. Like, and and not hang on. How's mel, how's mud spelled? Oh, I don't know. It's two Ds. Is it? Okay. No. I literally did this from... I just listed some bands, so... It's two Ds. Okay, fair I'm enough. pretty sure it's two Ds. Right, but what if a tribute act to them was called Muddle of Pud? Would you say that's better? Yeah, but I'd almost want someone to be like fucking geriatric dancing. Okay, fair enough. Because Muddle of Pud just <laughs> is so ridiculous. It's a good one. I want someone breathing fire. I want someone putting their testicles, testicles in their own mouth. Like something... Okay. That's fair. No, it right. just sounds too goofy. Okay, Radiohead. Good name. Yeah, good name. I think Radiohead's a very good, good name. Yeah. Okay. Um, controversial one here. Rocket skates. <laughs> naff. <laughs> I thought it was naff from the beginning. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely did. Do you know? Right. I'll give you a bit of context to our band name. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we were once called the Deft Ones. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because my dad's a Deftones fan. Yeah. And he thought he could split the name. Okay. And very quickly, when they started putting our name outside on chalkboard of the venue, it looked like Deftones. So some people didn't come and see us genuinely because they said we they thought we were a Deftones tribute act. Oh. And then there were people who did th- think we were Deftones, Deftones and they did turn and up. We, and we didn't oh. do that. The Deft ones, for, uh, it makes yeah, my no, eyes water. So he went, oh, I know. I'll just like, you know, rather than run a marathon, I'll just turn the corner of this building and go, I'll take one of their song titles and we'll call that the band. So Deftones made a song called Rocket Skates. Hear it. It's a banging tune. No, it's it's good. It's 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 I think it's naff, but I can see why people might think hey, it's it's not it's, so bad. It, I don't think it's a terrible band name. There are far worse band names out it's there. It's so much better than we could think of though. But yeah, anyway, it is what it is. We've done too much. There are some terrible band names out there. Funkle Pie for one. Um okay, so next up, no doubt. Good. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's that idea where you go, like, because because it's you ask a question, no doubt. doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confidence. Yep, I like that. Fine. Okay, Vampire Weekend. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. And I don't, I, I don't mind the band. Like first two albums, don't just, mind at all. Just a shite Vampire name. Weekend. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Uh, like vampires are like you know, elusive, kind of like I'm gonna, you know surprise you by sucking your essence that keeps you alive on a weekend (laughs) get the party poppers out okay right Um, keeping a kind of similar theme Alt J terrible (laughs) terrible name terrible name it's a keyboard it's a fucking keyboard yep Alt J okay what does it actually do does it do anything on a keyboard because that's the only reason I thought they oh, would have given. Know. What does it mean? Oh, we need to find that out. Oh, Jay, that just Alt sounds J. like you're apart from the people. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, next up, Fleet Foxes. 
all the face. Average. Average. Right. Average. See, I'm, the, not, I'm the, not against it, but it's average. The guy, the guy that played good name, uh, good band name, bad band name. He uh, he loved Fleet Foxes. He was like, why? I don't know. He he, he doesn't give any context. Fleet Foxes is like, I don't know. Does he like Lilac Wars? Or Star Fox 64. I have no idea. It just doesn't... It's just whatever. Okay. Um, anthrax. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love it. And they're not... Out of the Thrash 4... Yeah. They're the weakest, I think. Not to diss them. But if you're going to be a Thrash band, Anthrax, the stuff that was put yeah. in envelopes in the early 2000s that shit everyone up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. Anthrax. Double track the drums, though. Hey, here's what it is. No, because it makes it fucking annoying to try and learn that stuff. Yeah, but they're thrashed. They don't give a shit. They're <laughs> That's idiots. Fair. That's fair. They're um, idiots. Okay, Arcade Fire. Uh, yeah. I like Arcade it's Fire. It's okay. Good. It's okay fair. to good, I'd okay. say. Um, this one's wanky. In my opinion, sorry. I've, I've kind of skewed cool. it there by saying, but Reign of Kindo. Reign of Kindo. Reign of Kindo. Oh, see, again, I've got to remove all context, haven't I? Do you know Reign of Kindo? No. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. There's, so, there's Reign no of Kindo... What kind of music do you think they play? No, because this might ironically play on prejudices if I give some sort of like... I just have this impression. Reign of Kindo... I think like electronica, but it's almost like of a... East Asian kind of like I don't know I, I think Dragon Ball Z I think like almost anime so Reign of Kindo I almost go like it's like oh it's like grand there's, big. so there's there's, there's there's definitely parts if you're thinking like anime you've got to think of the more romantic anime side yeah. of things Ooh, okay. not 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 the not the not far, like the, not the, fast the essence of, no. a, of a fighting lore no of none, none of that but then you mix it kind of with um, awkward time signature, um, sort of like melodic rock. It's all coming back to me now, actually. I might have heard them. Like the Rain of Kindo. Rain of Kindo. I'll, I'll play you one of their one of their tracks because they're like I I quite enjoy their stuff. See, is isn't not the essence of this as well that the band name has to give you an idea have of a spirit yes, of yeah. whatever they play. So Queens of the Stone Age is why I go okay. I'm not far off, you know. No. But. Oh, no. Oh. See what I mean by that romantic side of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah but not that, that's, that's, yeah. that literally, that's... Yeah, kind that's, yeah, that's yeah, a good no. name. No, that's a yeah. good name. Okay. Uh, once you've heard the music, you're more but, into... But it's the fact that I wasn't sure about what their music was. Yep. I heard the name and I went, that's why I went. And that is yeah. correlating to my... No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Wolfmother. Good name. Yep. It's a good name. The Gaslight Anthem. Terrible. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I, I just think it's like, it's too specific. Yeah, fair enough. Is it, uh, wait, hang on. If you got rid of the, just Gaslight Anthem. It'd be better, but still not. No, fair not enough. Not enough to okay. give it a shove. No. Uh, Milky Chance. What? Milky Chance. Milky Chance. They did Stolen Dance. Milky Chance. 
It sounds quirky. Average though. I think you could come up with better. I, I, yeah. I'm not. No, that's like, fair. I um, get the quirkiness of it. I'm not. Nah. Okay. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Good. I think that's good. I, I, I'm agree, trying yeah. to take the music out of it, but the idea of smashing pumpkins kind of like it's almost um, ASMR. No, that's fine. See, every, I like that. whenever anyone says smashing pumpkins, all that goes through my head is the scene from yeah, The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the okay. scene from The Simpsons where Billy Corgan and, and Homer Simpson, <laughs> Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins. Oh, Homer Simpson smiling politely. <laughs> <laughs> right that's right. every time that's all that goes right. through my head it's great uh, right such a good joke yeah. yep. that is such a great gag <laughs> uh, last one Wax Fang terrible okay fair enough because it's almost like it, it's that kind of like the, the direct opposite it's like calling yourself water fire okay yeah like fang sharp wax melty good luck <laughs> Try try get through your food with that. No, all right, fair dues. Okay, so that 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 was good name, bad name. All right, should I give you some? Oh yeah, go on then. I'll give you some because I've got I've got another game after this. Okay, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, good. Yeah. Yes. It's it sticks in your head. Okay. Uh, what Plus, about Lightspeed Champion? No. 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 Why? I. <sighs> It sounds like a dog, like, uh, like a, or a horse, like a racing horse. Okay. Ah, uh, come around the fire, let's be champion. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. I'm literally going off the first thing that comes into my head. It's so funny because I'm literally thinking of Reading Festival lineups I've been to for the 10 years that I did yep. between 2001 and 2011. So I'm going to go through Eminem. Uh, &M. Yes. Definitely. I would say yes. Definitely. Because, A, it's close enough to the, the chocolate that you've got... <laughs> no, but you've got the, so you've got an association where it sounds like something else. Mm -hmm. Sounds like something... So it already sounds bigger than, than it probably was at the start. But also then to know that he's called Marshall Mathers. Yeah. And Eminem. Like, yeah, makes sense. Okay, Rocket from the Crypt. Oh. Um... No, bad, bad name. Yeah? It doesn't make any sense. Do you not get a, a a feeling from it at all? Or is it literally just as empty as you think? I'm going, how did they get a rocket in a crypt? And then I'm trying to imagine a fucking rocket taking off out of said crypt. And no, no. Okay. And you will know us by the trail of dead. I mean, ominous. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. good, good bad name. All right, okay. Uh, I mean, it's a mouthful. Yes. Like, if someone says, who are you? And but if you you're going to have a mouthful, is it enough to for the payload? Yeah, like, it, it, it would... If someone said that seriously, like, what's your band name? And you said that to me seriously, there's a big part of me that goes... <laughs> and then I go, actually, no, I quite like it. Okay. So. Eels. I love, love this band. But... Actually, not meh. medium to good. Do you think I'm medium to bad? That's fair enough. Like, because eels is just like pick something. There you go. Kind of, but 
it eels up inside you. I th- in the same way with Rain of Kindo, you hear you you hear the name, you listen to the music, and you go, "Yeah, this yeah. is." They're, they're both very unique. Okay, so I thought about, this isn't on the lineup I'm looking up. Okay, but what do you think of this embrace? How? Mm, okay. Or embrace? Yeah, I was going to say it depends on where How the inflection I state is. It. Yeah. yeah. No. But at the end of the day, it is embrace. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like it. No, good. No. Good. Low fidelity all stars. <laughs> this sounds like it's getting borderline, like, uh, shit indie band, band hey. name choices. That's what it sounds like. Because I've got a better one coming up after this. So, <sighs> what do you think? Say it again. Low fidelity all stars. No. No? Okay. No. Gorgie Zygotic Mincy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 10 and 10 no because you can't remember that shit but you will do <laughs> ironically you will do Gorgie Zygotic Mincy no okay no you won't remember it you'll remember very similar words to it okay Alien Ant Farm yeah it's got okay. the it's got the alliteration in it Biffy Clyro being careful not to piss off the Scottish <laughs> Um, I'd say medium to good. Okay. Real big fish. Bear in mind, R-E-E-L. No. No. No, shite. Roots Maneuver. It feels, it sounds unfinished. But Roots is, see, I don't know. I quite like that. That's fair. It just, it. Maneuver's not spelt maneuver as in, obviously, to maneuver something, to change something. M-A-N-U-V-A. However, Roots is in there. Bear in mind, he is like, you know, the British hip-hop, like, godfather in some ways in that era, at least. Yeah, go on then. Good. Yeah, Wookie? Wookie? Yeah. No. Mogwai? Yes. It's, it's... No Wookiee Mogwai-yay. Right. So Wookiee, immediately you just go Star Wars. You're taken out of context completely. No, no. Okay. Um, Mogwai, um, it's it's a mouthful, but you enjoy getting your mouth around it. Yeah. I am Clute. (laughs) See, there you go. I'd say yes, because that did, it did what Wookiee failed to do. Okay. It, it's got and and Eminem did well as well, where it got close enough to something that already exists. Yeah. But it was it didn't just go yes. That's it. we're okay. doing the exact same thing. Fair enough. Right out of two thousand and one, Gay Dad. In two thousand and one, probably yeah. would have gone. Yeah, that's a good band name. Now, now, problem not so much. Probably not so much now. Okay, how about? Uh, well, there's two ones. There's there's uh, Backyard Babies. That's a great band name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on then, yeah. Backyard Babies is good. Uh, Defenestration. No. Nah, shit, innit? Shit. Uh, what about uh, Grand Theft Audio? Yes. Again, it's close to something. It makes you go, oh, that's, yeah, that reminds me of this cool thing, but you are slightly different. Cool. Papa Roach. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. All one word. Boy hits car. 
if it were three words, I'd be more on board. Really? <laughs> the fact that it's all one is just like, no. It's just, yeah. Stained. I mean, bit gross. No. Stained. No. It's with no E. So it's just S-T-A-I-N-D. No. It's been a while. System of a Down. Yeah. Great name. Uh, Opium. Yeah. And I said that to help it out, to be fair. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Frank Black and the Catholics. No, I think any band that has a band member's name in it and the, like, is a terrible band name other than for the, the obvious joke within the band. If that makes sense. Yep. So either you're the, either Frank Black's egotistical or he's got a joke running with the rest Did of the band. Do you find that with anyone like who's got their own name and then the rest of them is a bit of a I'm just ego a bit like, trip. ah, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Iggy Pop. I like oh I've got to get rid of context. It's a bit it's a bit shite, but I like Iggy Pop. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna say run DMC because it is a great name. Yep, that's fine. Travis. No. Yeah, shit in it. Manic Street Preachers. Yes. Great name. Fun Loving Criminals. Yes. Supergrass. No. No? No. Okay. Marilyn what's, wait, Manson. What, what's, what's good about the name no. Supergrass? It runs nicely. I, I, I'm, I am thinking, you know, audibly, if that makes all, sense. All it makes me do is think of long grass. Or the best skunk you've ever had in your life. No, it makes me think of long grass because I was at the age where I was not, uh, <laughs> not, not doing that. And I was at when the age I where I was weeded out of my head. When I first heard, no, because Supergrass are 90s, aren't they? They started in the yes. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're just showing how old you are. Oh, I did pick a lineup from 2001. Ch- ch- like. By the way, fucking Alex from our favourite pub and uh, another podcast, thought I was older. no longer exists. What? Did that stop? We'll talk afterwards. (gasps) No more comp. Longevity! (laughs) (laughs) We survived. You thought we died, but we survived. Pump your ears for lots of shit. (laughs) Um, We pumped your ears for lots of shit. We're still here. he, He thought I was older than you two. And I know I give off the grumpy old man demeanour, oh, but come on. That is rank. <laughs> yeah, that right? That is a rank thing for him to say. Yeah. I'll have a word with him. Thank not. you. No. Well, no, I mean, like, he doesn't need to have a word with him. Tell him he, he's wrong. He doesn't need to know he's wrong. Anyway, give me, a few, give me a few more, then we're going to move cult. to a different game. Uh, no. Again, lots of bands with the mm. at the start I'm not massively on board with. Fear Factory. It sounds it sounds like a ride at Alton Towers. It, I think it's good. Okay. Because if you're going to have a ride, you might as well do it on a festival. Well, yeah. Right, and have uh, an experience. Uh, okay, how about um, the living end? No. <laughs> to be fair, I set that up really poorly as well. You though. did, but no. I've, um, wait, wait. Say it, say it as though the you love end. it. No, say it as though you love it. The living end. No, I'm still like that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's shy. It's nerf. Uh, Nebula. Um. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Space. 
if you hit me with space thing, I'm a little. Uh, I'm, but it's I'm, one I'm, word. Yeah, but I'm a little space nerd, so. Yeah, but it's like it's like you know space dictionary. Put your finger where you find it. That. Yeah. Okay. That's what it feels like for me a little bit. That's fair. Uh, I will go with Nebula. Uh, folk implosion. No. Okay. Wow, that <laughs> don't, was quick. Don't put a genre as your name. Dislocated styles. You sound like you're trying to be edgy. Yes. Guided by voices. We are getting... These are getting more and more wanky. You can tell you're heading towards indie here. I am... Well, I've I've literally been going up yeah. and down this festival bill. So... No. Oxide and Neutrino. <laughs> it's a great name. Yeah, that is. It is, though, yeah. isn't it? You I can't like deny it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we know who they are. <laughs> There's a band name. You're going to love this. I actually... Okay. Do you know what? This is... I'm going to say Percy right now before I say it. This Your is favorite? a two out of ten name but it goes 10 out of 10 okay. for putting okay. it down. Regular fries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That is the best. I, I saw it In, and it made me smile. Introducing that band would be... Can I just tell you the lineup, by the way? This is uh, Reading and Leeds Festival 2001 on the the end dance stage, but the E is going the other way. <laughs> so it's really edgy. Right, so this is clearly at the time what would have been known as the garage tent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to work my way down to see where regular fries Lands ends up. That, yeah. right? So Roots Maneuver is number one. Okay. Rookie, be- uh, Wookie, sorry. Wookie yeah. behind that. Two solid garage slash British hip hop. Okay. Like Oxide Neutrino. I don't know how they've managed to coin it, but freestylers, regular fries, and do you know who can beat regular flies to the, uh, fries to the highest slot? So Solid Crew. I mean, So Solid Crew are shit, but... Uh, mate, <laughs> whether they're shit or not, we all know. <laughs> I got 21, they're going to go. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. They should have been regular fries. And they had Koshin behind them, okay. so... Regular fries beat so solid crew. It happens, but we so, know what that seems like. Like sometimes it is no, about competition. I, I tell you what, in terms of shit band names, yeah. So obviously, I played with Breakfast Bread. That's a pretty shitty band name. Like doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue very well. It's got BB, yeah, but that's about it. When we played, um, Glenn questioned it. And he's like, "Why the fuck are you? What what is Breakfast Bread?" What is the point? Why have you called yourself that? You know, like, what is the point? Like, he, he was, What's the point? He'd, he'd obviously had a drink or two and decided to air his views on the name. And then um, I got my bag out and I pulled out like... <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> and I said, this is why. No, no, I, I pulled out... Sweetbreads. I, I, I pulled out a little, a, a little thing about... Uh, fucking well the size of a roll wrapped up in uh, baking paper and I went this is breakfast bread and it is freshly baked bread with a full filling breakfast cooked inside it that's breakfast bread and we have it every folk week so when we were deciding well, on a you name, brought this along to the game I gave him I gave him some breakfast bread I went heat that up in the morning it'll be the best breakfast you've had ever and he got so giddy like so excited by it yeah, because he was had a few drinks and yeah, he was right? a bit hungry. And yeah. I know. Did you deliberately bring that? Oh yeah. That is 
Brilliant. Yeah. I can't believe it's almost he, like you were prepared for the eventuality that okay. someone would question it. Why? Well, no, but he he also did us a massive favour and took a bit of a risk putting on a band that doesn't play on the Saturday night. He's played you before, hasn't he? He played us once on a, the Sunday night of Folk Week when no one ever comes in. Okay. And we did we did not pull a massive crowd on that first gig. Like, it was essentially the band. Yeah, you saw. There wasn't that many people there. But he was... He... No, I said to my dad, you got to check him out next oh, time. Oh, thanks. There and... That's very nice of you. But yeah, no, he, Glenn was like, no, you guys are really good. So he put us on Saturday. And I was like, that's that's a big risk in my book. So thank you. Respect. But, um, yeah, so like we thought we'd give him some breakfast bread as a, as a thanks. Did you get any feedback the next day, though? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Wait, what would gonna... you, you put in the breakfast bread? Oh, so there's, uh, you got egg, bacon, sausage. There's Tomato. Us- there's, yeah, there's usually hash brown in there. How big is this bread? It's it's a fucking big roll. You okay. cook them as individual rolls. We used to cook it as bread and slice right. it, but it got messy. Whereas you have just a big roll, it's handheld. You can walk around and eat that shit. It's okay. good. It's good. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. So it's full cheese. English in a bread? Yeah, I tried putting beans in it once and did not did not work out. Did you put black pudding in it? I have, but it's generally frowned upon by everyone else. Really? Yeah, they're not black pudding. They're, Dude, they're weird. I'll tell you this. You know when I went through Meaty June? I don't know <laughs> yes. if I mentioned this before. Yes, yeah, no, you spoke about Meaty yeah, June. So, yeah. so I haven't left Meaty June. It I know, you, you're stuck in... You're it's stuck. Meaty 23. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it is the, right now. The sixth month of the year forever. Yeah, it's done. It's finished. It's done. <laughs> I'm not going back. No, it's that's too cool. good. That's cool. But I, I actually have a, a larger appreciation of the taste of black pudding than I ever had done when I just was really doing good. it. Yeah, dude, it's really tasty. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I used to think back in that, like you know, when I ate it like eight years ago, I used to think it was like, oh, it's just like, it felt like just matter. Like yeah. it wasn't much flavour. But when you get good black pudding, it's fucking good. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Tasty. Love it, love it, and really you got you got to you got to like almost spread it properly. Yeah. Not not just have it as the clump. Spread it on, if you're you having it on like toast. A hockey puck. No, you if you're having that. it like on toast or as part of breakfast bread, it needs to be spread properly. Right, okay, I'm gonna move on because I know we've got to finish at some point soon. Yeah, one more game. Yeah, go. For and it. this is one that I reckon we could do each week. So, yeah. I have asked Danny to just send me the names of five games that are in my gaming collection at home. Now, you've seen my collection on all the shelves above the TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's there's enough there for for us to uh, judge my taste in, in games, okay? Or for right. you to judge. So with these five, I'm going to give you five, and I want you to rank them. And now, I've not... I've not asked Annie to send what she thinks are the best ones. This is ones across any console? Across any console. Wow, so, that's tough. So it'll be different each time we do this. Yeah. Um, so these are generally covered. There is... Oh, there's only... She, she's she gone PS2 and PS3 for these. <laughs> See, that's tough because I never had a PS3. No, but... But I know the probably games. played a lot uh, of games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this also... <laughs> This also highlights some of the games that I have in my collection. I don't like selling games. Like, once I've bought them, I like to keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only sell them if they are, I want to say, absolute dog shite, but you could probably find some of these as dog shite as well. Anyway, so the first one, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. That's PS4. 
One of your favourite games of all time. No, these are so just you, no. These are just I've five. Got you rank these. Rank these are just five random songs. Cool, cool. uh, five random games that Danny has picked. I'm the, with you. No, I, Was that the second one after no, Crash so, Team Racing? No, that's that's Crash Team Racing Remastered. Right, so, so it's, it's the same it's game the, same that game. I remember playing. Yes, but, just but it's remastered. just remastered to the, to the and PS4. it's on the PS3, PS4. Sorry, PS4. Yes, okay. PS2, three, and four on here. I got that yeah, wrong. Okay, okay. Next up. Playboy the Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play that? No, is it like a Sims? It's essentially the Sims. But I remember you, hearing about it. But you were uh, you each month you have to like do a Playboy magazine, make a Playboy magazine. So you have to hire journalists, yep. do photo shoots, write articles, all that kind of crap. Yeah, I got I you. Fucking love a sim game. What console? That one's PS2. Okay. Okay. PS4, PS2. Yeah, go. Crazy Taxi. Oh, mm. actually, so I've I've really fucked this up on which consoles. Yeah, you are. fucked up because that's PS2, isn't it? No, this one's Dreamcast. <laughs> Ooh, that's it, that, but in the way, just about the wake of the PS2, like just yeah, yeah, before. you can you can get it on PS2. Yeah, because yep. I'm gonna judge this on impact, oh, nice. originality. No, that's everything. fair enough. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we can go PS2 Dreamcast. Either yeah. one on that front. Yeah. Next one, Batman Arkham Asylum, PS3. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one, Star Wars Force Unleashed. That one was on PS2. Never played it. Mm-hmm. Never played it. However, okay, very interesting. Right. First off, at the bottom is going to be Crash Team Racing. Oh. Yep, because it, we know why it was made. I fucking love that game. Yeah, it's great. I'm not... This isn't a diss on the game. It's more it's, about... It's a copycat of Mario Kart. Exactly. And not only that, it's a remastered version, which also means that it's a remastered version of something that tried to copy something back in the day. Do you want, do you want to know a really unpopular opinion? You think it's the best? I think it's better than Mario Kart. Yeah, that's very unpopular. Yes. And I disagree entirely. No, that's fine. I get that. Um, but Mario Kart fucking... Double Dash is the greatest game of all time. Like Mario Kart series of all time. 100%. Mm. And, I don't, mm. Go easy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. Because I, know, I know I'm wrong. No, I no, know no, no, I'm no, wrong. No, 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 no. Because I wouldn't even necessarily think I'm right and I'm willing for anyone to challenge. The reason why I say Double Dash is because it... If you think about the evolution of Mario Kart, considering it's going to be something else somewhere else. What's the way, hang on, wasn't Double Dash Diddy Kong Racing? Not Mario no. Kart? Was no, it? no, 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 no. Oh. What do you mean? Double Dash wasn't Diddy Kong Racing? What do you mean by that? Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, no, Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So double- oh, on GameCube. Yes, I, yes. I, yeah. The reason why I say Double Dash is because it had the the foundations of what Mario Kart was, but it propelled the franchise, if you will, of Mario Kart and expanded it. Plus also made it, and it is the most fun and introduced the most lucrative weapons, which changed the face of the game. That's for me. So Crash Team Racing the Bomb, only because remastered, born out of a game that already existed that was trying to compete. However, I do love it still. I'm not See, saying I don't no, love no. it. Crashing Racing is Christmas 1999 for me. Right. Like, I was all over it. So you have your personal things for Yes, it. it's a complete nostalgia trip for me. Totally get it. Totally yeah. get it. And I don't criticise the game because it's actually very well made oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. No. Okay, next. So you have, was it Playboy Mansion? Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Arkham Asylum and Arkham Asylum. Star Wars Force Unleashed. See, this is tough because I haven't played Force Unleashed. Fair enough. 
But I imagine single campaign. Single player campaign. Jedi Academy based kind of stuff. Kind of. Essentially, you are picked up as a force sensitive kid at mm-hmm. the as Order 66 happens. Um, and you're picked up or just after Order 66 and you're picked up by Darth Vader and you are then trained by him for years and you become his secret apprentice and you go around doing his Are you bidding. constantly, um, in the wrestling terms, heel? Are you constantly the bad guy? No. Or is it the idea of redeeming yourself? Oh, there's the redemption arc. But what's good, no, but what's good about it is you get the choice. So you can, you can be the bad guy all the way through. Mm. And they, they completely go down the route with it of it's um, outside of canon. So you end up having fights with Luke Skywalker where like you fight him on Hoth and you can like throw him against the the uh speeders. See and you you can kill him and you can kill Leia and she becomes a Jedi for a bit and all that lot. So it's, that's it's a fun. game I'm struggling with because you tell me I get excited, I haven't played it, what is the payoff? Do you see what I'm saying? In terms yeah. of what I'm looking at, what the playability's like. Yeah. I can get sold on a story, but I don't have all the elements. No. Um, I'm going to go Playboy Mansion. What, as, as the next one? Yeah, no, yeah. that's fair enough, yeah. It's funny how that was almost in order because I kind of went, but then, you know, it, it's, it's a shame because I kind of think it's almost born out of Sims as well. It's, it's, in the same it's way 100% that like playing The Sims. Yeah, yeah. However, when you explained it then, I thought it was almost so daring and crazy to even have that as a concept of a game that's why it beats Crash Team Racing. It's Sims, but I'm pretty certain you can get their boobs out. It, yeah, there is that. But yeah. also, like, the idea that you'd sell a game called Playboy Mansion yeah. is almost enough to pip. Do you see what I mean? Like, just the audacity to go, I've re- I'm going to a cool game, Playboy Mansion, it's Sims, and we've got to make a magazine every week. I remember I bought that game when I was at uni, and I went to GameStation before it was closing down mm-hmm. and they were selling like PS2 games for 50p each. Yeah. So I just went along and just like grabbed a whole load. Yeah. Um, and that was just in that pile and it ended up being one of the ones I kept because I actually enjoyed playing the game. Like there were some that I, I don't. I of. don't... See, this list you give me, I don't know. I think the way you've told it is actually a detriment to the competition here. <laughs> I think you've actually given it almost borderline in order. Oh, really? Yes. So uh, it's not me. Danny's the one that gave me the rest. Because Crazy Taxi, I still remember the impact. Hang on, but you've not played Star Wars. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. No, no, no. So so I'm going to go in order. So definitely Crash, Nitro, bullshit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Playboy Mansion, definitely. They're fifth and fourth. Yeah. Third is Crazy Taxi because there's not an expansion on... No, but there's no expansion on the playability of what it actually is, right? No, that makes... Well, no, because you had original and you had arcade, which were yeah, but it's still in terms of how you played them. But the concept of the game is... It's like... Um, uh, oh, the name escapes me, but there was a game that tried to compete with Grand Theft Auto where you just try and murk as many people as you possibly can. It's called like LA something. Oh, LA I'll what? find out what it is. It's not LA. Oh, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Yeah, because they You're made they made they made different they made different ones. Right. Didn't they? Yeah. So 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 Crazy Taxi for me was when I remember it. It was the birth of 3D gaming. It was the birth yeah. of like well, because it was an dream. arcade game. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, but at the end of the day, if you call Crazy Taxi, your ultimate job is a taxi. Yeah. 
So how yeah. do you expand on something like that? It's never going to be Arkham Asylum or Force Unleashed. That's, no, that's my point. Fair, okay, fair enough. It's not going to. It's really good, but and it was the, significant. The soundtrack was almost uniquely made by The Offspring. Well, that's what I'm saying, but, like, is like, The Offspring going to beat the entire, like, galactic empire? No, it's not. That's literally yeah, the song yeah. I had in my head as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Stop yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, okay. they're the order. So, it's between Arkham Asylum and Force Unleashed. Now, I will say... I, I know exactly what order I'll put these in, playing, yeah, having played both I games. I think Arkham Asylum's going to take top. Yes, that's where yes. I put it. Ar- because, uh, and again, I actually haven't played much of Arkham Asylum. But the one thing I will say is that Star Wars has had a, a pretty good birth of games. Yes. So Force Unleashed is almost like you're expecting it. That's yeah. my impression. Yeah, it was it was it, something it, different. Yeah, it's something different, but also for a franchise to be that big, for a, a, a draw, like the idea of people being drawn into something, it's never going to lose if you create a story within the universe it's already created. No, no, that's Batman fair enough. games, you can fuck up. Yeah, the, the reason I think Arkham Asylum should be number one in that list is it set the the tone for hang on the next 15 years of gaming in terms of superhero games right every single fucking time a superhero game comes out it is based on batman arc the arkham series in terms of how you maneuver yourself around the world how the world is set up yeah. the story everything is based around how they did it differently yeah. in Arkham Asylum. And that is a game that I've gone back and played a good few times. And every time there's new things, there's different things that you just miss your yeah. first time around. And it actually builds a world that's worth playing in. You're not just walking in and blowing everything up. Like, did you ever play the Iron Man game? No. Okay. So I played the demo for it because it was like a free download. I was like, yeah, let's see what this is about. And... It's essentially like the Iron Man film. You, the, the level that you play, all you do is fly around and blow shit up. There is no nuance to it. There's no purpose to it. You're just flying around in the desert blowing shit up. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fun, but th- that's, that's got nothing on, on the Batman games. You feel like you've got a purpose throughout the entire game. Okay. You, you get into the idea that you are playing as Batman. When you're playing as Iron Man, you're supposed to be the smartest guy yeah. in the world. But nah, let's just revert to just blowing shit up for the fun of it, and that's it. I mean, Arkham Asylum, to my impression, managed to create the world, make it diverse enough, make the narrative good enough, and therefore the gameplay was able to breathe. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'd say it's that order. So I'd say... Crash. Crash, Playboy Mansion, Crazy Taxi, Unleashed. Yeah. So my order would be slightly different. Well, that's slightly. My order would be different. Um, I would actually put Playboy at the bottom. I enjoy it a lot. I get I, that. That I can enjoy ease. the others. I think that's interchangeable. I would then put Star Wars next. And the only reason I do that is because I've played the game. There are way better Star Wars games out there. Um, and just stacked against these others, Force Unleashed didn't do anything for the gaming world in comparison to the rest of the games that come after it yeah so then um after that i would put crash team racing 
-hmm. because what that did was introduced Mario Kart style gaming to the PlayStation. So there were a lot that, well, no, there were a lot of kids that didn't have a Nintendo. Never grew up with Mario Kart, never got it, and then Crash Team Racing introduced it. I'm not saying that Crash no, Team no, Racing no. is the, the pinnacle in any way, but it just it, it created a fan base. And I'm, I am very certain there'll be people that started on Crash Team Racing, and then as they got older, they moved over to yeah. Mario Kart. But PlayStation is the WWE, because it was <laughs> the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, but it, there were, so there was a Nintendo game... Nintendo was always fighting yeah, around but, that era, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no. But there was a game called Speed Freaks, that yes. was that tried to be like Mario Kart, but it didn't come close. Crash Team Racing did come close. It gave you a far better sense of that can, that kind of. After this, can I give you the five that you have to rank? Yeah, because okay. I've got some more. Go go. go yeah. Go. Um, so then, yeah, Crash Team Racing there. Then Crazy Taxi, because Crazy Taxi was like you said, it was at the start of that, so it changed the game. Yeah, a lot. Uh, and then Batman. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Go I on get then. That. Okay, I'm going to give you classic games, and games that mean a lot to me as well. Uh, see, you're going to give me loads of Nintendo games, and I no, just explained that there, Far are, from there it. are some people that Far didn't play it. much Nintendo. Number one, Metal Gear Solid. Okay, yep. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yep. Well, I know where that lies in yours, but yeah. Yeah, you know where that lies yeah, for yeah. me. Um, I'm then going to go Final Fantasy VII. Yep. I'm then going to go Hang on. I'm going to go with Goldeneye. Okay. And then so so what have I got so Metal Gear Solid, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time, Final Fantasy 7, Goldeneye, Goldeneye. And then I'm going to go with the Last of Us. Okay. So, contrary to popular opinion, I don't think the game The Last of Us was that good. Um, I think the TV series actually did a far better job of understanding the world. No, it made a far better job of actually being able to understand a the storyline, um, but b the world that it that they built. Like yeah. you, you understood more than just Joel and Ellie in yes. there in the game. It's very very much just focused. But to be fair to it, it's a good game. Yeah, I'm not you, saying it's a bad game. But you are a solo player, so you couldn't have that context. I don't think. Nah. At the time it came out, you couldn't. They, there's no way they would have jumped to uh i don't know drama style series okay no integration okay characters. you say that but then something like final fantasy 7 i understand what's going on with all the characters the world is built very very yes. well yeah, yeah, um, yeah so and that game came out many many years before so i i would put the last of us at the bottom okay on okay. on that front and I once had someone shouting at me down the phone, <laughs> um, you have a daughter, how can you be so heartless when I said The Last of Us wasn't the emotional journey that everyone believed it to be? That's their problem. Uh, oh, yeah. Whereas the, the TV show fucking nailed it. I was, okay. I was hooked watching it. So is that fifth? That's fifth, yeah. That's fifth. Okay, so we've also got Mel Gear Solid, 
GoldenEye, Ocarina of Time, and Final Fantasy VII. Yes. I gave you some relatively mm, games. You give me all fucking gold. That's not fair. Hell yeah. Um, I tried to think of like gold in time periods. The problem is, is that a lot of what I've just given you as well is my era of gaming as well. Yeah, no. The, I didn't want to give you time splits too because that was obvious. I'd put it at the top. Yeah. Um, I didn't even want to give you Perfect Dark because I imagine no, you would probably choose yeah, Perfect no. Dark over GoldenEye. Um, so next... So Last of Us is it's real. I've got two. It's hard, isn't it? It's really hard because I don't want it to sound like I'm saying this one shit. Because I'm torn between two on this one. Dude, if if mine, my favourite game of all time happens to be there, it's oh, It's fine. not that one, no. Um, I'm going to put Goldeneye there. Have you played... First off, have you played all of them? Yes. You have played yes. all of them? Yeah, yeah. To a degree or one, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, though. Because we all play our games how we play there them. Are right? two, there are two I have not completed in full. The okay. rest of them I have. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put Goldeneye next. Okay. Fantastic for multiplayer. The story... Come on. It was, it was... Dude, it's not bad. It's one of the best story narratives that match the movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, but it just... Is. No, 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 that's, that's fine. But as a story in itself, compared to Final <laughs> Fantasy, Ocarina... Or Metal Gear Solid. Well, it's not. It's not a strong yeah, story. Yeah, but, but Ocarina never had a multiplayer. No, you're right. It didn't. But but that's that's but that's why I'm judge. I'm ah yeah yeah yeah. No, I know where you're coming from, and I totally understand why it's there. You literally just said I can put this in any order I yeah, like, I and you're immediately going go, no <laughs> no. I got I, the venom came up in my throat. No no, go on go on. Sorry, go, carry I, on. Like I love the game. I got I because I don't have a, an N64. So I, I obviously played it when it, when it was on the N sixty four, but um, it ended up coming out on PS three. Um, years later, it? so well, no, no, I'd I'd already it's played fine. it. No, shut up! No, I like I said, I've already played it on the N sixty four. We used to go around to my friend Tom's house, and he had an N sixty four, and that's where I played most of my Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I've I've played the game. Yeah. Um, because we used to have sleepovers and literally stay up all night completing games that the other person didn't have. Right, right, right. So right. when he came over to mine and I had PlayStation, he'd sit there and play PlayStation games. Yeah, all yeah, night yeah. And I'd go, So I will say, by the way, just in case you think I'm being biased, the, the, the ending of GoldenEye narrative where Alec Trevelyan's on the bottom of the satellite is one of the naffest <laughs> game endings of all time. <laughs> you literally have to... Like, like in the movie, you have to chase him and then you just literally... You climb down a ladder at that point where you're at with him, and all you have to do is shoot him, and then game That's over. Sorry, right. or punch him in the head, and he gets he it's, fucking knocked off. Sorry, right. I played Goldeneye, and then they brought out Tomorrow Never Dies on PlayStation, and my god, was that shit in comparison? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The, they try to do that. Uh, what's it called? Fire, Nightfire, Nightfire. I played that. It's all right. Wasn't it was, great though. It wasn't great. No, no, because they they did a a trilogy of not um not bond film bond games and the first one they they used um pierce brosnan's likeness but not his voice then the second one was nightfire where pierce brosnan came on board and then he hated it so much that the third one he refused to let him use his likeness or his voice so it was like Do, do you remember in goldeneye as well like the whole um 
the first level in a narrative was before he reaches the dam. Yes, and you jump off the dam. Yeah, and I, the thing I loved about it was like it, it was woven in between the movie. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah, so, yeah but no, no, fourth? But fourth is, is Goldeneye. Yeah, I respect it's that. It's a solid game, but overall, there are better storylines. Um, uh, next up is Ocarina of Time for me. And me I know, I know, I know. That hurts. Ocarina of Time <laughs> is one of the games that I haven't completed. Ah, uh, okay. Um, How far have you got on it? Could you? I've got pretty far, and I then medallion level at least. Oh, fuck knows. This was this was years ago. Yeah. But I recently re-downloaded it because on Nintendo Switch I've got the N64 plugin. So I've recently started it again, and I'm only about 10, 15 minutes into it. Respect but to you, I have man. started it again. Um, but it's it's a it's a solid game, but. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm not a massive fan of the Zelda games because I've got a lot of them, but they are never my top go-to. I really want to play yeah. that game. Um, but that's why I put Final Fantasy VII in there because there was a genuine kind of like if one game caught you, you yeah, were that, you were that for life. Yeah. Um, so next up is Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. In second, like this is the other game that I haven't completed. Whereas I have, I have completed two, three, and four. Wow. I haven't completed one. Um, Whoa. I've got very far through it. Dude, I've only completed Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2, and that's it. Oh, you need to play 3. Snake Eater is like... See, I heard fucking, it was a little bit like... It's so difficult, and it's... You know, you know. so the, one of the reasons why I'm putting this so high yeah. is Metal Gear Solid genuinely did change everything Mate, about 100%. gaming. 100%. Um, the first one definitely did. Yeah. No, the the idea of being like, you know, covert, the sniper, the idea of being like kind of like um, covert yeah. in the, your gaming was fucking revolutionary. The, th the third one, right, you have to eat, and I'm not talking about GTA, you start getting a little bit hungry. You have to eat to survive because you're in, you're in a forest. Right. You have to make sure now, you, you catch and pick the right food to eat to survive. Right. Now, here's where... This is where gaming left me, all right? Because I get that, and I get how smart that is and how tactical you have to be, etc. But you know when you sort of... You play Goldeneye, and you're like, oh, nee, 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 nee. Yeah, 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 I died. Yeah. You play like COD now, and it is so like war zone yeah. and you're there that when you die, you're like, holy shit, I fucking died. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't like, you know, like my family are back at home yeah, 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 and yeah. I just yeah. died on the battlefield. When it gets a little bit too, like, I've got to think about all the elements, which is why I think San Andreas let itself down on. Fair enough. When it becomes all about the elements of survival, but, suddenly I mean, it loses the arcadey essence. Now, while I, like while I agree with you on that in something like GTA, in Snake Eater, you are in a forest, abandoned. Your job is to survive. So it's 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 in it's the nature it's level. in the nature of the game though. Yeah, I get it, I get front. it. But it's a completely different context of gaming as well. Yeah, no. But anyway, we're not talking about no, no, that no, third one's not yeah, but yeah. but again the, the first one, the storyline, like Hideo Kojima is a fucking genius. Oh Jesus. Um, like, that game, Metal Gear Solid, I remember 
all the elements. I was sold on the story. Yeah. The story was so fucking... And the idea of the bosses... Were mental. Mental, um, calculated. um, The way you built yourself into it, like the more weapons you acquired were the ones that you would need for the next level, the next boss level. Nikita launcher. The The fact you could guide your missile. There's one one of the... um, bosses in Metal Gear Solid can read your memory card mm. and and talks to you about it which it's little elements like that that you're, that you're like what the fuck yeah um, in and again in in Snake Eater in Snake Absolute Eater you are hunted by four assassins in this forest yeah, yeah, yeah and one of them is called like Old Time or something like that and mm-hmm. he's like the world's greatest sniper yeah he's also really fucking old yeah, and yeah. there is like an element to it where if you go out in the open, you just get sniped. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this is just during normal gameplay for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an evolved form of what it's always been. It's that kind of thing. But they put a hack in, which is you go out of the game, and obviously on the PS2 you had a menu mm. that you could go to. Go to that and set your console time to three days later than it actually is, and go back onto the game, and you find old time has died of old age you come across his body and it's just it's stupid little shit like that that was born out of the first game yeah that yeah. you're like you know what that's and it's pushed it and moved yeah it, it's like. really it's really cool um so that's why yeah that's Two. why that one's there um and number one is uh final fantasy 7 were like, you in the wake of final fantasy 7 when yeah, it came out oh yeah I, yeah the, that's, that's the, all, all yeah. four CDs of it. Um, I fucking loved it. And see what I mean by the whole Zelda, like whatever yeah. game catches you. Yeah, first. yeah, no, no, like it's like it's. I will, both masterpieces. I will not argue with someone who turns around and says it's not the greatest game of all time. Ocarina of Time is, yeah, yeah. or Metal Gear Solid is. Literally any of the ones, bar maybe The Last of Us, on that list. If someone yeah. said, "No, this is the greatest game of all time," I wouldn't sit there and go, "You're wrong." I know that it's individual experience in terms of what you're exposed my, to. My re- my main reasoning for it being number one is nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. I do think it's a fucking phenomenal game. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the thing is as well is like nostalgia is one thing, but when you understand all the components of story, narrative, yeah. complexity puzzle solving all the things that you want from gaming yeah that's how you cement it like I still say Ocarina of Time is my favourite game of all time yeah yes because I was exposed to it first and also it was a revolutionary game in terms of what it did but also like it had it, I was I was sold on it like it was the godfather of my era yeah, yeah that's, that's what it was um, no I respect that I respect that but yeah there you go. <laughs> we've been doing this for almost two hours we should probably stop yeah let's wrap up <laughs> yeah cool All right well thanks for listening we survived longer than the other podcast Yay! Hey! <laughs> I was trying to come up with some lyrics but I can't was that their theme tune no can we play out with their theme tune out of respect no, but maybe what we could do is that. What, what, Out of jest. What's the one that everyone dies to? You know, that one that. Everyone dies to that, don't they? Apparently so, yeah. They do now.
I'm just going to play the normal theme tune. I can't be asked. Shut up. Remember let me, your let me and your granddad as well. Wow. Well, they, they tend to be the first to go. Have a good weekend. 